0: what is up everybody welcome to earth in retrograde this is our third first episode of this podcast (laughs) and originally the entire intent was to start this with an introduction but in an explanation of what is going on but it's it's too late it's too late we've already had this discourse three times so fuck it my name is colin Welcome to Earth in Retrograde, where (laughs) apparently things are just chaotic. We are here with our co-host. Audrey. And we are excited to bring you I thought for a
1: second you weren't going to introduce me. I was about to be mad AF.
0: You need to be patient. (laughs) You were like, this is
1: Earth in Retrograde.
0: Narrated,
1: (laughs) curated, designed by Colin Willis.
0: You need to chill because when I'm the one saying this is when we want to meet, this is what we need to do, this is where we're going to post it, like, we need to calm down. What Welcome we... to the third first episode, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the third first episode. We are frustrated because, because Colin uh, fucked up the recording last you know time. What? I'm so genuine about this, Audrey is that I have been asking you and begging you to be more straightforward throughout this entire ordeal. And you have just had nothing to say except for I'm hung over. I'm drinking now. I just went to go hang out with my friends. I have to go hang out with Khalil. This is the night when we're supposed to be watching our show. If that's what you want to do, go do it. While O-M-G. I am stressed out about this, reaching out to you, telling you that we need an album cover. My roommate just offered me
1: cornbread and chili. And I could leave right now and Is go that enjoy you that.
0: Do? Is that what you want? Yes. Do, babe?
1: Yes.
0: Oh my God. But I'm trying
1: to be here for you. I'm trying to channel this energy into something that we're creating together. I did not spend four hours working on a logo that you hated yesterday. All right. To not do this goddamn show.
0: Uh, I know. I know that I am demanding. But we have been friends long enough that you know that I am demanding. I hope everybody
1: who's listening right now finally understands the name because it it, it's it's a little weird, but basically earth in retrograde is a synonym for earth is in chaos. Our relationship is chaotic, Uh,
0: dysfunctional. You're being dramatic about it. I'm just angry this past week because obviously we've started working together on this. And I like to go fast because I'm in Brooklyn and I don't know how to go any other speed than fast. But you're in Virginia. It didn't even
1: matter that you were in Brooklyn, though. (laughs) what do
0: you mean oh yeah when it didn't you matter were for the here concept. when
1: you were here you would literally sprint walk like a okay different, that is like, true like imagine like one mm-hmm. level above speed walking you know like i don't even know how you can be operating at a speed that fast and still only be walking to get taco bell
0: it is so funny. And I do not go to Taco Bell so often that you okay, okay, you're relating this to freshman <laughs> year of college. Okay, no, I get it now. Um, I was about to say, but anyway, Taco Bell, not my favorite, but like the local taco truck on the street, three for $10. That's my jam. And I need to convince myself not to go there twice a week. But anyway, guys, yes, Audrey is right. We are a little bit chaotic. But I, you know what? We, we're fine. We're fine. Don't worry about us. I hope you can find this entertaining. Because when Audrey is no longer sick, we're going to be okay. I like how you say sick. Like you think
1: I'm making it
0: up. Okay. See, my whole thing is that. (laughs) You're like, you go to these shows, <laughs> these EDM shows over the weekend, you get drunk, do your thing, and then you're like, I, f- I feel like crap, I think I'm sick. And then, so the next day, you're like, I'm still sick, I'm feeling like crap, but here I am. Since I feel like crap, I'm just gonna go take a drink. You know what? <laughs> And you know what? I drink too. I drink you, are too. I drink day, you are the so reason. You are the reason that I am
1: drinking right now.
0: <laughs> you are the reason. reason why I am literally just a little face in an
1: iPad to you. Please chill out. When you told me yesterday that the episode didn't save, I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. I almost threw something. And I remember this is what I yeah. texted this man back. I texted. My stomach is sick.
0: And I literally knew that was about the podcast thing, but like, uh, come on. Okay, my whole thing is when I realized it too, obviously I felt like crap, but I also in that exact same moment sat there and went, I cannot be upset about this. What am I going to do other than move forward? The show must go on. Exactly. So for you to be so, you know not so gung-ho about this when i'm trying to just you know move on and act as though that didn't happen in the first place is just you know a bit of a a little bit of a you know what is the word for something that is like stuck in your cog in your little machine
1: anal beads
0: yeah i guess no those can that can be true but i mean what i'm thinking of basically is like a clock you know what i mean in one of those sh- I feel movies, like you where could like still,
1: yeah. you could still find a place to insert anal beads into a clock,
0: for oh, sure. Yeah, easily, maybe, maybe easily. Um, big Ben.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> big old Ben. Big old Ben. Yeah, Benny Boy. Benny <laughs>
1: with the big strokes.
0: Jesus Christ! I literally like am losing my mind is it a quarter frankly. to
1: midnight or are you just happy to see me
0: is this the type of podcast we're making probably yeah you're right what was that thing that was so funny uh, i don't know you know do you know uh, i wish you knew twitch streamers but you just don't and i don't even watch twitch but like i know these twitch streamers bro their lives are so glamorous
1: i wish my life was glamorous it's just kind of messy.
0: Even though I live a messy life, I still consider my life to be glamorous.
1: I mean, I was in a green, a green room over the weekend. And that was my first experience in a green room. And it was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it wasn't the
0: best. I was about to say, this is a green room at an EDM club. We're not going like, on Jimmy Fallon.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure at like a talk show or something, the green room would be so much more glamorous. But anyway, so we did have a mini fridge. But the mini fridge was on a tiny table with a broken leg and it kind of like shifted. And then on top of the little mini fridge was a microwave. They had stacked the microwave on top of it. So it's like anytime you went to reach for anything in the mini fridge and like open the door, the microwave was at risk of falling on you.
0: That's really annoying.
1: And that <laughs> was my first ever experience of behind the scenes EDM life.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> I highly recommend. They kept us fed. They kept us fed
0: um, with coronas. So and <laughs> I shouldn't let you go on this diatribe right now. But I had to take a break. Anyway. Jokes
1: on you, I don't know that word.
0: <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's, like, my favorite usage of that word. Like, a little tangent. But, um, yeah. So, basically, how has your... Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Actually, one of the things on my list. Let's talk about, real quick, the headlines that we did talk about over, like, the last episode that we totally missed. And we'll touch briefly on exactly, just give us a rundown of what, how you think the conversation went in a very meta way about the, ooh, let's start with the Harry Potter legacy release and the controversy surrounding, obviously J.K. Rowling's opinions and views on transgender women. Uh, J.K. Rowling obviously is a turf, as we all know. But, you know, Audrey, just give us a rundown of how you feel that conversation went overall
1: i'll say this straight up honestly the Mm -hmm. only reason i'm not playing that game (laughs) is because it doesn't have multiplayer
0: jesus christ (laughs) i cannot believe your tune has changed so much we honest okay
1: like look okay like tick like i know yesterday but like today like on tiktok Mm -hmm. i'm seeing so many people play it and i'm like yo. that looks kind of fire
0: bro it looks so (laughs) fun and the graphics look great
1: that does look really cool but it's a single player experience and i'm like that just doesn't seem very fun
0: i would honestly and i enjoy single player games though i do
1: too if they have a lot of story but that's not a game that like i would you know Uh figure would have a whole lot of story To get back on the narrative at hand, okay, with J.K. Rowling and everything, like, Mm -hmm. I still do not really want to support her at all, and, like, (laughs) (laughs) so, like, I, you know, I have multiple reasons to not get the game. I have, Mm -hmm. like, multiple, like, but I'm not gonna sit there and, like, spew it at other people and be like, don't play the Harry Potter game.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you're a transphobe. Like, that's so childish. It
0: is reaching just a little bit.
1: You know, like, J.K. Rowling is not, you know, her team is involved, is what they say on the website. But she mm-hmm. isn't directly involved. And that doesn't make it any much better. Like, she's still yeah. gonna make revenue off the game, no matter what.
0: For so. me, the whole thing is that Harry Potter, as, like, a corporation is so much bigger than JK Rowling just as it's not like she is the main benefactor of any of this by any means.
1: And I think I said at one point, you know, I briefly highlighted the fact that JK Rowling, like, like with her, like my existence just wouldn't sit right with her. And no, like, it is That ru- That rubs me enough of the wrong way to be like, mm, yeah, we don't fucks with her.
0: I wonder how many trans people she's ever even known.
1: Probably none.
0: Yeah. I wonder what she thinks when she has like a Harry Potter book signing. And what she used to think before she came out with these views and her fans showed up.
1: And I had went, like Harry Potter, like as... You know, I said in our second take, first episode was yeah that I'm an avid Harry Potter fan. I grew up with Harry Potter. I went to all the book signings. My mom would wake me up on a school night Mm -hmm. to go to a midnight showing, a midnight premiere of like the Harry Potter movie.
0: That used to be the wave, bro.
1: And like. I would dress up in my little Hogwarts robe and everything and like Mm -hmm. go to the book signings and all of this like extra stuff. Yeah. You know, so it was a big, huge part of my world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, her transphobic rhetoric is all kind of fairly recent, you know? So I'm very glad that like she decided to get canceled after all the Mm -hmm. books and everything were done like she kept her mouth shut until after everything was done
0: (laughs) let's not even use the c word
1: so it's like i still got to have my childhood
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and now you know it kind of leaves a bitter taste in my mouth to talk about harry potter or like try to support you know that franchise yeah yeah but I did really enjoy it for my childhood. And I feel like it did inspire me, you know, and inspire some of my art and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I have to give the credit where it's due. And I have to admit to myself that I would like to play this game.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely But seems would it like be right? Game. It's a moral dilemma. I totally, honestly, 100% in my soul believe that obviously all of this is just melodrama. It's 100% melodrama, as I said. She she is definitely is. I don't know how I
1: feel about you using that term, but...
0: No, okay, I can... Go off, sis. (laughs) All I'm gonna say (laughs) is that very, very... No, you're right. You're right. That can be seen as very, like... uh dismissive of other people's feelings. So yeah, that is a bit of a melodramatic word to use in the first place for me to describe the overall situation. But I just truly do feel that if people love the story and they really did identify it in this way, then that they should not allow that work of fiction to be so tainted by the author's opinions. Like, I hate to admit it, but there are so many people out there who do messed up, fucked up things that people are still fans of, that people still stand by. Like we live in a whole vast world where people live multifaceted lives and people have opinions on so many different things that I don't necessarily understand why we don't give people the ability to have a few bad takes. And while I do think that her take is trashy, it's awful, it encourages hate and it can lead to, you know, the destruction of people's communities and a loss of their feeling of safety. I also do believe that if you just ignored her and put your phone down, that it wouldn't necessarily be as big an issue. as But if we I mean, just you could say that about so
1: anyone. You could say that about
0: Kanye West and
1: everything he's saying about being like, you know, anti-Semitic.
0: You okay, could just that not is true. listen to him. No, this is true. This is true. But the entire thing about Kanye is. That Kanye came out with these statements on his own accord, essentially. But I believe that the JK Rowling thing has snowballed due to the constant interaction between the trans community and JK Rowling, when in reality, like JK Rowling is just one of many powerful transphobes in the world. Well, and, I mean, that's because. Like, again, like the I thing mean, that I related Harry to Potter with the politicians. Bugs
1: like like trans people just the mm-hmm. lgbtq community in general you know we love our fantasy worlds you know because that takes yeah. us out of you know the trauma the closet you know whatever the fuck we're we're in currently
0: it is true it is and true. we can
1: find safety in those and that's probably you know why mm-hmm. it means a lot more that's why the trans community is you know always at the forefront you know on the like front lines because it's like Mm -hmm. if you're if uh, if it's a billion people like me who grew up with harry potter and then like all of a sudden the author of your favorite series that you use to escape all of the trauma of like trying to be in the closet or like etc etc you know what i mean
0: no, yeah. It can feel
1: like a major
0: slap I, in the face. I totally <laughs> saw it from, you know, you know, you can't ever truly, truly say that I feel, you know, what other people are feeling. But like, I kind of thought about it. Like, I, I mean, yeah, no, I get it. Juice potion. <laughs> <laughs> to look at it and then to not ever have to think about that woman now. It is un- it is a very unfortunate thing that has occurred. It is very very much unfortunate yes i'm sorry (laughs) no apologies needed yeah but i still do
1: it is what it is and you're not gonna convince like you know everybody who's gonna play the game to i just miss what harry potter was pure bro right if she could have just shut the fuck up i feel the same thing with kanye though Petition I, for JK Rowling to stay a transphobe, but just to shut the fuck up. Just stop oh tweeting. Gosh. Just get off Twitter. No, like, we just need one of those men want. in
0: black little flashlights that erases everybody's memories. Cause I just don't <laughs> let's
1: petition. go back.
0: But seriously, anyway, seriously,
1: everybody who listens to this, let's start a petition. JK Rowling, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, JK Rowling
0: does not exist. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> um but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the next topic, we also talked briefly on the Grammys. A few of the highlights from this past Grammys uh was Harry Styles' win of album of the year for his album, Harry's House. And I uh,
1: finally came up with the word that I wanted to say about discussing who who won and why won and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, and go ahead. Finish. Okay. Oh my god,
0: Colin with the sauce okay anyway (laughs) um so basically yeah harry won for harry's house his album from 2022 as well as beyonce being dubbed as the most wins for a single person ever at the grammys as well as tying for most nominations ever with her husband jay-z which is monumental news uh despite obviously her album renaissance also being nominated for album of the year and lastly our of course favorite topic of interest is sam smith and kim petrus winning the grammy for best pop duo uh, for their song unholy so what do you think? What did you what did you have to say?
1: Okay. So, I wanted to say that I personally had only heard two songs off of Beyoncé's album and one song off of Harry's album. So therefore, Beyoncé should have won. <laughs> right. And on top of that, I just said that You know, I like that Beyonce, you know, gave the credit where it was due when she said, you know, she thanked the queer community for inventing the genre. But just, like, to appropriate, like, you know, the gay house music, you know, the ballroom music, you know, Mm -hmm. that, like, the Vogue music, like, it's just...
0: I don't necessarily think that... Same thing with
1: Harry, too. Like, Harry Styles, Mm -hmm. like, appropriates, you know, queer culture and hasn't outwardly stated, you know, whether or not he sucks dick. And we just, we as a society deserve to know.
0: No, I get this. Okay, I see where you're coming from with both of these accusations against these people. And I do commiserate with them for sure. 100% I understand. Because obviously, ballroom... Music was created by a lot of Black queer individuals, starting, you know, obviously with voguing and New York's New York culture. Yes, absolutely. Shout out NYC. Shout out Pose on Shout out Pose, yes. Great show. The only reason I know any of this. (laughs) No, but like, honestly, like, I feel like although like Ballroom has become much more pop obviously with drag race also becoming so popular like this has Mm -hmm. really come to the surface but it really has always had a very significant impact on mainstream culture overall and i feel like even when we think back on madonna madonna took a lot of you know you know influence and you know a lot of her music was inspired by queer people Mm -hmm. and the way that they express themselves and i truly like i'm not necessarily the biggest person for appropriating As somebody who is both white and black, it's very difficult for me to say that anything, you know, any idea specifically belongs to any one culture. Because for me, it always feels like an ill-fitting idea since I walk, you know, right in the middle of two, you know, two different racial identities. Do you get what I'm saying by that? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, and I feel like there's a lot of cases where people come out in defense of you know artists who themselves are proud maybe to say that they inspired Beyonce and it isn't necessarily always like a oh they robbed me sort of situation because every all art is derivative but like I was saying before I do I did love Beyonce's album listen to every single song But I did think that Harry's album deserved albums of the year because I really think that, you know, the overall personality and what Harry brought out in his fans was honestly a lot more powerful and culturally prevalent than Beyonce. Like, obviously, Harry's stadium tour was very big over the past year and how it was disco themed and everybody was so into costumes. And I remember in New York City, he did 10 shows in a a row for... Harry Ween, as they call it in October. And there were lines <laughs> and lines of these excited girls who don't just like Harry Styles, but are quite simply obsessed. And no, I think that the honestly, personality... the
1: Harry the Harry Styles fans are a mm-hmm. different breed. Like I have a few friends who are Harry Styles fans. They yeah. breathe that man in like oxygen.
0: So I really do think, yeah, he really did create a year for those people. It may not have been everyone's year, but like The hype was a little more than Beyonce. We're so sorry to say. And as it was, is
1: and must be regarded and respected as a bop.
0: Oh, yeah. That song definitely had me tear up quite a bit. But Heated was definitely one of my favorite songs of 2022 from the Renaissance album. Um, But of course, Beyonce is still the winner of all things, having been dubbed the winner of the most Grammys out of literally anybody men woman black white i mean it really and doesn't really fucking so matter but yeah cute that they're tied <laughs> it is cute that jay-z and beyonce are tied but like jay-z getting a little he's sweating a little bit oh <laughs> my gosh the thing is that he doesn't put out the volume that she does these days
1: but when you say that like because you said that last time and i was like mm-hmm. has jay-z put out any music is he retired
0: I mean, I feel like the last thing, because I feel like the Carters album that they did with him and Beyonce was the last thing that I remember him really doing. I don't know if he released an album any sooner than that, but I can definitely look it up. Um, so basically moving on to Sam Smith and Kim Petrus obviously winning best pop duo. It was the first time that no, it was not the first time. Obviously, a trans woman has won. A grammy before really what was what was the yes what was the uh there was a certain i mean it was a non-binary and a trans individual which is obviously a huge win for the lgbtq community and for me honestly i love it like when i saw their stage performance the clip of it because i did not watch the grammys live it's just so impactful for me to see queer people on stage in a place where, you know, 20 years ago, it would have been pretty much nothing but white individuals and very male heavy as well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just so crazy how quickly things change. And that also, it also reminds me of Shakira and JLo doing uh, the Super Bowl show a couple years ago. I remember that was so cool for me Two Hispanic women up there on that stage. Like that's just, that shit just feels so good. Do you get what I mean? Like on a personal level. Yeah. But yeah, Um, there was another trans woman who won a Grammy. I have to pull up her name, but. um, First transgender and non-binary winners of for that specific Grammy is what it says for them. Um, Wendy Carlos, first transgender woman to win a Grammy. um, And this was quite some time ago. This was in the 1970s. I'm not going to go into the details, Um, but yeah, very exciting. That happened. Cool. Love it. What was next? We talked briefly about Mr. Beast and the uh, 1,000 blind people see for the first time. I really don't think that we need to rehash that one over too much. Um... Obviously, I liked your take. That what was your take on the you know oh, the religiousness of I it all? I was
1: like, wait, we can't skip over this because I said something that like it didn't change your view. First of all, we argued on this for about no. half the time. <laughs> okay, because but, we definitely
0: have different views on it.
1: But so I said. That with the amount of money that he has and the amount of reach that he has, you know, with a video that's title says that you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Beast video for like, you know, a thousand blind people see again, yeah. it puts him on this pedestal of being a god. It feels very religious. It feels like he has the power. Okay. Yeah. A blind man see. And a man who can't walk, walk again.
0: No, yeah. And that really <laughs> hit because I just didn't perceive it that way at all when I'm reading the title. Like, I get how that is something. Like, we o- we believe that God is the only one who's supposed to be able to, you know, perform miracles like that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But,
0: I mean, it's not like Mr. Beast put his hands over these people's eyes and said, like, take a deep breath. Now you see. <laughs> Like, you know, there was a doctor involved. I'm sure multiple doctors. Like, I'm Hopefully. sure it was not. Uh, Hopefully. This title obviously makes it sound like it was so easy and miraculous, but this probably happened All over quite once. some period of time. <laughs> yeah. He just waved his hand. There was like a conveyor belt and they just had people laying down on it. <laughs> just going through the motions but yeah i mean i totally get that point of view we can just be glad that can't we just be glad that he helped the people like it is not his fault that we live in this capitalist society where people have to pay for healthcare out of pocket he is gaming the system in a way that most people no can't. and this
1: is where we agreed is that i don't blame him i don't i don't dislike that he did it yeah, You know, that's great for a thousand people that aren't me that can see now. <laughs> uh-huh. You oh, know, yeah. Mr. Beast
0: should have hit me up because I'd be struggling. Do you think Mr. Beast is like an egomaniac like that, that he thinks he's like, you know, a blessing in such a way? I don't.
1: I don't know what that man thinks. I feel like he probably has way too much money that he just like doesn't think at all.
0: We don't get mad at Kanye or Drake or yes we, don't we get mad do at- <laughs> we yes mad- we do for thinking that they're godlike. Yes, we do get mad at Kanye. We literally think he's okay, insane. You're right. no, okay, yes, we got mad at Kanye, but okay, previous to the previous to the anti-Semitism, let's you know what, let's remove him from the conversation. Um, who else thinks they're god? Nobody. And who legitimately like is out there like oh like no but like obviously there are people who. Like celebrities who people perceive to be so pious because uh Mr. Beast definitely does not come across as somebody who is outwardly egotistical.
1: I don't know. I've really
0: never watched
1: a Mr. Beast video.
0: Well, the videos are very straightforward. All he does in the videos is explain what's going on. It's yeah. not really it's not based on his personality or his personal life. So you really can't say that Mr. Beast goes around being all like, I'm the best, I'm a blessing. I don't yeah, know. Even I don't sound really like that.
1: know how that man i don't know how he acts i don't know if he has a personality
0: and i feel like his name is like something interesting what's his name he gives like gary or keith something like that gerard what is mr b's name
1: nathaniel gerard the 30th
0: see nathaniel just sounds a little too fancy for mr the 30th
1: well that could be <sighs> simplified to nathan
0: You have me typing in Nathaniel into the search bar. What if I was right? His name is Jimmy. Jimmy Donaldson. And I just feel like nobody named Jimmy Donaldson, no matter how successful they get. Jimmy Donaldson. Nobody named Jimmy Donaldson could ever get super successful and have a super large ego because the name Jimmy Donaldson would always remind you of the fact that you were at one point just Jimmy. I feel like... You know what I mean? It's not like a Vanderbilt or like a Kennedy. And it Fair never could enough. be. It's definitely it's not like any of these like, you know. And plus but he do looks those like, names... he, he looks like a good old American man, just a classic American man. But do those
1: names like mean anything to us or if it, or is it just because that we rep, like, you know, they represent status because of what those names have
0: accomplished? okay but like even like still, there's definitely are definitely more powerful okay sure, there's that definitely some example, but like I don't think that okay Donaldson is a very powerful name in itself and I know that you're frustrated because I'm like talking over you right now but you've been trying to cut me off this entire time I apologize so basically yeah um anyway but yeah Jimmy Donaldson it's just you know there's more powerful names you know what I mean yeah, no, I agree. And, like, he just looks like a nice, I don't know, Missouri-born man. <laughs> and I feel like that's just always going to hold him back. Like, if he was a supermodel, maybe we could think that he's Jesus. You know what I mean? But, like, he's just a dude. Sure, he's successful. But, yeah. Anyway, let's move on from this one. This one, it's in the past. You heard it Thank here, you, folks. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, just a dude. I hope they do not decide to crucify you. Anyway, um, next thing that we touched on. Ooh, let's talk about the supercharged lemonades from Panera. We didn't even talk about this yesterday. Or the other day. But so Panera recently released a new line of lemonade beverages at their restaurants. uh, A single serving of which can contain up to 290 milligrams of caffeine. Um, which is obviously many more times than even a single shot of espresso, uh, which can contain between 60 and 120 milligrams of caffeine. So people are wondering, why might Panera do this? How do you feel? I mean,
1: to be honest with you, that just seems like commercialized cocaine
0: and i wonder how it feels to drink quite frankly but it actually i was <laughs> in the video that i was watching it it doesn't take that much more caffeine if you were to drink like 5 of those drinks like that can be lethal for some people
1: i mean i wouldn't imagine why you would drink that much lemonade in one sitting i mean Because, okay. I personally would probably have one and be like off the walls because (laughs) I don't drink caffeine. Like, I don't really drink coffee that much.
0: Which, the caveat to that, and I understand that, is that when you look at these lemonades, they obviously have a coffee counter and a Panera and a soda slash juice counter. And these super caffeinated lemonades are on the juice counter with the regular sodas and teas as opposed to being with the coffee. As well as they're just called Charged Lemonades. And it says... What was the tagline that it said for these Charged Lemonades? Um, There's just a little tagline on the the tag at Panera. How much is what?
1: How much is a Charged Lemonade? Asking for a friend.
0: I think it's... No, it's like the regular Panera cup. (gasps) Oh my gosh. My sister bought an ounce of weed and... She figured out a way to get it weighed. She was looking at it and she said it looks small. And it was 10 grams smaller than it was supposed to be.
1: <gasps>
0: OMG. Fascinating. I know. Isn't that wild? Sorry, I just got that text message. But anyway, so the tagline at the very bottom of the lemonade in small text in Panera's store says, plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as our dark roast coffee. So. Isn't it crazy how they put plant-based and clean and then caffeine is the third thing that they mention at the end of the statement by the time that my brain has already forgotten what I'm reading? I think they probably just wanted it to rhyme. No. Ooh, that does rhyme. (laughs) Plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as a... See, but it doesn't (laughs) particularly rhyme just because plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as... Mm fuck <laughs> As our dark coffee. it's cute yeah but it's how like not... else
1: were they supposed to say it
0: um in a non-sinister in a way that was like hey your child shouldn't be drinking this i wish i could okay you guys need to google the label of what it looks like okay I wasn't even, based on the video,
1: I wasn't under the impression that they were actually selling it. I thought it was just something that the employee was drinking.
0: No, it's something that they recently introduced. I'm going to text you a picture right now, Audrey. And then I do, like, if you guys, I recommend checking it out. I do apologize. I don't have the ability to show you guys this picture. But just to give you an idea of how small the text is on a, the lemonade if you see the picture on the right of this it really does say charged lemonade at the very top and the part that says that it's caffeinated is very small at the bottom so people are just accusing this lemonade of being misleading and obviously a little bit frivolous in the amount of caffeine that it contains and obviously caffeine is an addictive chemical it is a drug And we're just worried about 387 milligrams of caffeine soda cup out of Panera bread, 30 fluid ounces in the large cup out of Panera. So if you go there, you didn't read the label. You just see Fuji apple cranberry charged lemonade. You don't realize how much caffeine is in there, let alone any caffeine at all. It says there are 387 milligrams of caffeine in the 30 ounce serving of this lemonade real small in text at the bottom of the label so like obviously like the girl who discovered that she posted a tiktok video about this was pissed because she was like i drink multiple of these while i'm sitting here i didn't realize how much caffeine i was consuming but i feel great every single time i go to panera bread so isn't that diabolical it is quite evil right so honestly i didn't fuck with panera bread anyway it's just expensive microwave food and they're really bad at shaving cheese for salads properly but yeah um it is crazy the lengths that food companies will go to create you know loyalty with you know obviously highly processed highly sugary foods With chemicals in them that aren't necessarily good for us, uh, but are good for padding large corporations' wallets. I kind of want to try one. (laughs) No, I want to try it too. But that's a (laughs) lot of caffeine. And quite frankly, I don't drink a lot of caffeine. I drank a coffee earlier today and five hours later, I'm having anxiety.
1: But imagine, just imagine if it could replace drugs. (laughs)
0: Ugh. It is a drug. It's still going to be bad for your heart and your soul. And True, your that's so right. We're... Caffeine <laughs> is part of the drugs that they tell
1: you to that they warn you about in school.
0: And dare, dare was like stay away from coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, they had a. I remember they had somebody dressed up in a coffee cup on the stage when they did the little plays that they did.
0: Maybe they did,
1: know? and they were like, "Don't drink me."
0: No, it's probably opium tea. And we just didn't realize. <laughs> but I do actually have to, we have to go. So I guess that's the last thing that we're talking about for the day. But I think this went pretty well, despite the fact that we did end up, you know, obviously talking a lot about things that we already discussed. Um, I'm glad it worked out. Good job, us. Yeah. Let's <laughs> thank, give
1: ourselves a pat on the God back. Thank God
0: I didn't lose you to the chili.
1: A big old clap them cheeks right now. Yeah clap them up
0: anyways guys if you want to follow us on social media you can find me on instagram at colin.dw, C-O-L-I-N.dw and you you can find me on
1: instagram at a-w-w dot D-R-E-E for audrey with a little bit of emphasis on the ah
0: <laughs> oh my gosh you're like a meme anyway um I don't know. You don't know this meme. I know you don't know this meme, but there's this girl. She goes on TikTok, and she's like, it's your girl, Rianca. (laughs) But yeah, we have to go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening, guys. We will see you next Thursday. We're going to post this on Thursday. So yeah, talk to you later.
1: Thank you, Audrey, for sticking by me.
0: Bye.